Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Today's episode is brought to you by Nogama Jewelry. Ladies, you're going to love this website. Okay, I just discovered them. They're amazing. They have a Sarah Fraser show code TSFS25 for 25% off at checkout. Nogama Jewelry is N-O-G-A-M-A Jewelry. That's where you can follow them on Instagram at Nogama Jewelry or NogamaJewelry.com. Fine jewelry, beautiful. I actually just got this beautiful mama's. It says mama. It's spelled out in 14 karat gold with black letters with pabe white dot. Diamonds. It's amazing. Now, she has jewelry at all price points. It's gorgeous. And of course, right now, it's 25% off. Find jewelry from Nogama with elegant pieces for your everyday life that are timeless, sophisticated, and fit into every wardrobe. Check her out. Use my code TSFS25 right now in order. Send it to your loved one, your bae, and then he can order or she can order it for you. Perfect. Boom. Everything's solved. So awesome. And we're going to be doing a giveaway later on. So be sure to be following me on Instagram at The Sarah Fraser Show. This week is our eight days of Valentine's Day blowout. And she's included. So you are going to want to enter to win this, this necklace that's valued at over $500. She's unbelievable. All right. Tons to get to on the show today. Three big things. Listener emails. I have been so bad about getting to your advice. So I've got a couple of listener emails, including a woman who's been a longtime listener, and she needs your advice. Her man, she's been with her man for five years, and yet he will not let her be on Zoom because everyone's, of course, Zooming, Zoom 
family Sunday days, like meetings. So he goes in the other room, kind of hides and tells her, don't come in here while he's Zooming with his family every Sunday. Mm, What do y'all think this means? Mm, Okay, we'll get to that. Plus we'll get to, um, you know, you've probably heard Moms in the workplace are leaving at the highest rate in like 25 years, obviously because of the pandemic and childcare. So one mom has a fascinating dilemma with her husband on kind of splitting the duties. Plus um, everything with the Britney framing Britney Spears documentary. I did a deep dive about that on Monday, some of the fallout and some of the reaction. And do you feel like the internet has gone too far with who they're coming after? We'll get to that. Um, first though, it is Valentine's Day coming up. This is my last Valentine, you know, show before Valentine's Day. Obviously, I do new episodes Monday through Wednesday. So I've done a survey because I really wanted to know what do men actually want for Valentine's Day? What do they really want? Because, you know, you see all the, the stories where they want like a tie or you can buy them these sneakers or workout gear. Do they really want that? Ironically, the best gift I ever gave Dan was a blender. And you guys have probably seen our blender looks completely like a main a main job. Let me tell you, we've used it so much because we make so many damn smoothies that the base cracked and he decided to hold it together through ta- through duct tape because he says everything else on it works amazing. It's like a Cousinart. I don't even know. I think I paid like $200 for it. So he wants to get as much life out of it. Every morning, we haul out this thing now with a duct tape based. It's like, who are we, Duck Dynasty? I mean, you know, what kind of rednecks live in this condo? You know, (laughs) anyway. But ladies, I did a survey. Here's what men want for Valentine's Day. They want to be told, we don't need to do anything for Valentine's Day. It's the truth. You can you can be yelling at the podcast right now. You can go to my Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show. You can yell at me all you want. But this is truly what men want for Valentine's Day. They want to be told, and I did a I've been doing a survey for the past couple of months because Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, which my husband loves to remind me about. It's also the day after my birthday. My birthday is February 13th. My mom is the 12th, then Valentine's Day. So it's a very special time for me. But I now know that men really want women to say, if, if you really want to be real, if you want to be real and actually give men a gift for Valentine's Day, they want to be told, hey, you know what? We don't need to do anything for Valentine's Day. It's a made up holiday. Now, do I subscribe to that in my house? Absolutely fucking not. Schman was asking me today, he goes, why is Valentine's Day your favorite holiday? And I said, the reason that Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday is because there's no other holiday that really just celebrates you and the person that you're like madly in love with. And then of course, you know, I'm so excited to have this baby. So like I was always already telling Dan next um, Valentine's Day. I mean, he's going to be in like, you know, a little heart onesie. He's going to have all kinds of mini chocolates, even though I'm sure he can't eat those at one. It's what I love about Valentine's Day. It's the only holiday where and it's, it's an excuse to go out and have $20 cocktails and overpriced champagne and just enjoy love. You know, Christmas is Jesus's birthday. Okay, hello, overshadowed. You know, Thanksgiving is when the pilgrims and the Indians supposedly got together in Kumbaya, you know, and that's for our country. So is Independence Day. Martin Luther King Day, fabulous guy. But I mean, you're not really celebrating like the person you love. Easter, Jesus rose. I mean, you know, it's the only holiday where you get to totally bask 
in the commercial commercialization of the entire thing and just sip on a $20 cocktail and not feel guilty. It's about love. That's why I love it. But anyway, if you're wondering what your man wants, that's what he wants. Now, do I, am I going to be doing that in my household? 100% no. I am not. You know, I, I went out today. Now, you know, because I forbid man from listening to this show. So tell me if this is romantic or not. <laughs> this is the worst. I think I've given him. Okay. So I say all that to say, right? Like Schman would love if I woke up on Valentine's Day and said, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do the $150 dinner. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do anything for this day. Like just, I appreciate how much you do for me. That's enough, right? He would love that. That's not going to happen. Now, I've already bought Schman his Valentine's Day gifts, which were, you guys, is this really horrible? You know, he has vitiligo, right? Which is, you probably seen it, like Michael Jackson had that. And it's almost, it's like, you know, some of your skin pigmentation doesn't, it's an autoimmune disease. So it doesn't, your skin pigmentation is like off in different places. So he has to wear a certain type of sunscreen, La Roche, at like 100 proof, okay? <laughs> this sounds like an alcoholic. Schman, 100 proof for his skin, for that vitiligo, honey. So he, I went to CVS and look, this LaRouche 100 proof is fucking for sensitive skin, right? So they charge an arm and a leg. It's like $30 for like a little mini container. I bought him two of those for, cause his soccer season is going to be kicking off this spring. And then, you know, he loves getting his car washed and detailed. So I went to his favorite car wash and I got him a $50 gift card to, because the, the sunscreen, by the way, was like $55 for this fucking stuff, Right. I think $100 is reasonable, right? Do you guys? Anyhow, do you think that's a horrible um, Valentine's Day gift for him? <laughs> I can hear you all listening and you're like, yes, bitch. That not, ain't nothing romantic about reminding him he's got vitiligo and his car's dirty. You know? <laughs> anyway, there you have it. So if you're wondering about Valentine's Day, that's what men really want. I said it. Okay. There you go. Um, Britney Spears, Framing Britney Spears. I did a whole deep dive about it on Monday's show. You guys know I'm a fair weather fan when it comes to Britney, but I do find the ongoing 20 plus years later since she became a star, the ongoing obsession and craziness around this and her conservatorship fascinating. Because very few people transcend pop culture in a way that is so big that they can kind of keep lasting fame. People come and go like Gorilla Girl, you know, Gorilla Glue Girl. You know, she's got an agent for a hot second until she gets that stuff off her head and then no one cares. So, but to actually have true lasting fame, I I do find that fascinating. So since Monday, a lot of developments. You probably saw the clip I put on my Instagram of Craig Ferguson. He basically, remember the former late night show, star. He came out back in 2009 when she was melting down, refused to do jokes about her. He went viral for being really positive. And then today, though, what's interesting is people are going back. You know, Diane Sawyer has been getting roasted for the past five days because she asked Britney, I talked about this, what did you do to Justin Timberlake? What did you do? And then Britney broke down in tears. Well, the latest person to be dragged is Sarah Silverman. Um, Sarah Silverman, I'm going to play this. This was at the MTV Music Awards years ago, 2009, 2010. Sarah Silverman's doing the show, and she's making jokes about Britney Spears, and she is getting roasted for this. Do you guys think this is like cancel culture gone wrong? Take a listen. 
it's it's mind blowing. And she's so grown up. She's a mother. You know, it's crazy. It's weird to think that just a few years ago on this very show, she was this like sweet, innocent little girl in slutty clothes riding around with a python. <laughs> Have you seen Britney's kids? Oh my God, they are the most adorable mistakes you will ever see. Okay, okay. That's they are funny. so cute. They're, they're as cute as the hairless vagina they came out of. <laughs> okay, it's kind of funny. What's wrong? I'm, what? I'm serious. They're this cute, you guys. Then she takes her lips and makes like a badge. 25 years old, and she's already accomplished everything she's going to accomplish in her life. It's, it's mind-blowing. And she's so grown up. She's a mother. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> anyway, there's the clip. Sarah Silverman getting roasted. I, this is the thing. Do Okay, do I feel like that film, that documentary, highlighted the misogyny in media at that time and the craziness of you know, Perez Hilton and all those. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And are women treated worse than men? Hands fucking down. But at the same time, aren't we? I mean, that is kind of the that is kind of the the point of celebrity, right? All the things that you get with celebrity, but you're also the butt of a joke a lot of times. And it's like, are we going to go back Ricky Gervais? I mean, he's roasted everybody. I mean, you know, so many people, I just feel like, okay, we're really reaching at straws at this point to try to get things. Bette Midler, people are going after Bette Midler, basically saying that, um, you know, back in the day that Britney, when Britney made out with Madonna at an award show, that it's kind of shameful because we know 12 and 13 year old girls. Are you fucking kidding? We're reaching. Now, the other one that I find fascinating, but I'm almost over him too, is Chris Crocker. Do you guys remember? Leave! Britney alone. Well, he's resurfaced because people are like, we need to thank Chris Crocker. And by the way, if you have not, he's at Chris Crocker on Twitter. If you haven't gone to his Twitter, don't do it with your kids in the car. He's now a porn star, basically. Okay. So, you know, he's knee high in a cock. Well, he's now like writing a note essentially about people coming out of the woodwork and thanking him after watching free or framing Britney Spears. Here's what he writes. He wrote this just this morning, I think, or yesterday. Me saying leave Britney alone was never really the issue. Michael Moore said it and no one batted an eyelash. Maybe people reaching out to tell me, Chris, you're right, would feel good if I knew that people would unpack that the reason no one took me seriously because was because I was a gender-bending teenager and the reaction to me was transphobic. When I said it, I had fear for my life. Death threats were sent to my grandmother's house. I was already living in the South as a gender-bending teenager with no money or ways of feeling protected. This hate was also directed towards me by other LGBT people. Not just verbal, but physical attacks were made towards me at gay bars and out in the streets by LGBT people who were embarrassed of me because of the way media made fun of me, which made them feel I gave them a bad name. This was during a pre-drag race time before everyone and their mom was saying, yes, queen. It was a time of only embracing the heteronormative people in media I hope not only Britney gets the freedom she deserves, but the femme queer people are not tortured in the media when showcasing humanity. 
All right, there's probably like a million terms in there that I don't really fully understand, so I'll probably have to Google. But anyhow, I understand what he's saying. Here's the thing, though. Don't we feel like, okay, so I'm sure there was definitely some transphobia, but don't we also feel that it was the over-dramatization of his leave Britney alone? And then, like, Michael Moore said it in passing, like, hey, yeah, okay, this, this woman is obviously going through some serious mental stuff. She doesn't deserve all that attention. But is it... Wasn't it more the delivery? It was kind of theatrical. Like, and I mean, that's who Chris is, obviously. Which was great. But then was it all those other things too? <sighs> Anyhow, I, you know, you can weigh in and let me know on that too. I, I feel like um, I'm sure he did get a lot of backlash. And, it, it, you know, here's the thing though. I think once you go viral, you get death threats anyway. So I, I get it. But like people get death threats all the time for speaking out for anything. I've had death threats when I've gone viral for all the wrong reasons and I've been canceled. And then everyone sends you death threats. You should kill yourself, which I understand to somebody who isn't mentally strong is not a good thing. But if you're putting yourself out on the internet and Chris Crocker dropped that YouTube video all those years ago, you have to anticipate people are going to watch it and they're going to make whatever they want about it. So anyhow, the apologies, now the people that were canceling, it's a whole long list. It's getting a little much for me. Will I stop talking about it? Absolutely not. <laughs> but in the meantime, I, you know, there's the latest updates, by the way. I got to thank another sponsor. So our eight days of Valentine's Day giveaways continue. And one of my other favorites is a new discovery you know, Schman and I are going to be buying a house here in the next year or so because we live in a one-bedroom apartment, but not for long with this little fella. So Ed Ball is a top landscape architect who works in Northern Virginia. You need to check him out. He's also doing a giveaway at the Sarah Fraser Show on Instagram right now over a $250 value. He does beautiful landscaping in all price ranges, but works strictly in Northern Virginia. So this is for my Northern Virginia listeners only. Take your yard from Builder Basic to Amazing Oasis. The sky is the limit with your home's potential. The only thing you'll need to worry about is whether to entertain all of your friends or keep it as your family's very own private retreat. That'll be a good problem to have when we're over COVID. You can check him out on Instagram. It's Ed Ball, E-D-B-A-L-L. -L. He's a landscape architect, as I told you, landscape architect northernvirginia.com is the website. And you can enter right now for a $250 uh, basically, it's free if you win it, a consultation of your backyard space, and he will co totally map out in your budget what you would like to do, plants, all those beautiful things, or maybe you want to add a pool. Even better, do that. Add the pool. It's been so long since I've done any listener advice, so that is coming up. And also, I want to thank you guys. I'm going to tell you about the reactions that I got um, from Monday's show in talking about my birthing plan. I was just at the doctor's today. But the other thing on your list that you need to be watching, I've watched more television through COVID than ever before in my life, including this is the first time watching The Bachelor. Love The Bachelor. Love Matt James. He's super hot. I do have to say, though, and I feel this way about Tyler C., because Tyler C. was on Monday's episode. Are you ever super attracted to a guy that's really nice looking? Like Tyler C. and Matt James, I should be fawning all over. And maybe I would be if I wasn't pregnant. And now, you know, like 
basically eight months along and married to a man that I love. But oddly, I get less attracted to Matt James and Tyler C. the more I see them. Is that just me? Am I missing something? And like Matt James would so be my type, you know? And yet, I don't know. There's something about him. I don't know if it's the hand gestures, like always kind of adjusting the hands, if it's the nerdiness, if it's the very long skinny legs. I'm just not sure. Monday's episode, every episode though, is is amazing to me. And you want to talk about fucking with people's mental health? How about that The Bachelor keeps introducing new women every single time? Heather, this Heather chick, did we really need her? No. I mean, these women, these poor women just get like the toxic other women out of the house and they bring in another toxicity. Are these women so boring? By the way, Katie, who Katie did not get the rose on Monday night. Katie's gone from the house. So huge spoiler alert, by the way, on Katie. Here it is. I love spoiler spoiler alerts, by the way, because it doesn't stop me from watching. Allegedly, supposedly, Katie is the next Bachelorette. Now, she's vibrator girl. She's the one that showed up with the vibrator. That, to me, was the most interesting thing she did, okay? And I don't know why. If I were her, I would have worn the vibrator around my neck so people would know me as vibrator girl because after that, she got boring. In fact, I, she was so boring. The date that Matt planned for her was basically for them to get a fake masseuse for Tyler C and then be in the masseuse's ear and doing all these weird things. That's the worst fucking date I can ever think of. Like, Katie must have known in that moment, okay, well... From private carnival for that other chick to uh, we're, we're now hanging out and pranking your best friend. Okay, this is a in a closet. This is horrible. What a terrible date. I you know what you know what that triggered me. I have been on that date. I will not name the name of the guy, but I feel like if you listen to this show for years, you could probably piece it together. So I went out on a date one time with a guy who was a business person. Very well established in D.C., pretty well known. Anyhow, so he, you know, we we planned to go out on a date. We were meeting for drinks and dinner. And all and randomly, a couple days before the date, uh, and when I was on the radio, people used to ask me out just to, like, use me to find out stories about the show and, and just to, like, take a picture with me, and then they'd never call me again. But so a couple days before our date, I get this phone call, and the guy goes, hi, I'm so-and-so's brother. I'm a professional clown. And I know you guys are going out on a date in two days. I thought it would be really funny if we played a prank on my brother. And I'm like, am I a fucking circus pony for you? No, asshole. I'm trying to find love. Like, I'm supposed to be like Matt James here, finding the love of my life. It was so triggering for me, everybody. I could not. Anyhow, when she was on that date, and then they had to prank Tyler C, instead of spending time together and bonding, and like, the way that Matt James was into it was not, no. It's not of a guy who's looking for love right now. He is looking to party with Tyler C, have bloodies together, and then fist bump all night. That's what he's looking for. So we'll see if Katie becomes the next Bachelorette. It'll be a struggle for me to watch that because I just don't find her that interesting. I don't know. You know? And it's so much more interesting when you have like a Queen Victoria. How do people that are nuts find somebody else? You know? There's someone for everybody. So show us that. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two, zero. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Anyhow, there's my tangent on that one. Um, Cecil Hotel, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel is the show you need to be watching. First episode dropped today, and it is all about Elsa Lamb. Um, it's finding out she, her body was found in a water tank at the top of the hotel and the mystery goes from there. This is a, this is a true story, by the way, a documentary. Cecil Hotel remains, uh, I don't think it's open now because of COVID in LA, but remains an active hotel. You want to go down a rabbit hole? Go look at their like two-star reviews. 
People are like, this place is spooky as fuck. I've been followed around by people. How I don't even know how they're still open or functioning as a hotel and who would stay there. Of course, this documentary, people are going to go there because they're going to want to find out. Strange things have happened. Numerous like people have gone crazy there. Other murders have happened there or murderers have stayed there. And the, this is the investigation of what happened to Elsa Lam. Was she murdered? Was she suicidal? Very strange story. I love documentaries. You guys know I have a love-hate relationship with true crime. I like it when, you know, people need help solving a murder. And in this case, they obviously do need to get to the bottom of it. So I'm, it's a four-part series. The first one dropped tonight. I haven't watched it yet, but I can't wait. I'm going to thank one more sponsor, and then we'll get into all of your feedback and listener um advice that you need, which I'm always love, love, love to do. Ballston Bid is amazing. For my Northern Virginia residents, D.C. and Maryland, have you checked out the brand new Ballston Bid that was redone over a year ago and now has shopping, dining, small businesses, everything you could want. You can come and work out. You can go to Vita Spa, which is unbelievable. Go uh, enjoy an intense workout and then treat yourself to a massage. Ballston, you can follow them at Ballston Bid on Instagram, or you can go to their website, ballstonva.org. Ballston has dozens of stores, including, and I love shopping at Macy's too, Scout and Molly, as I mentioned, Vito, One Life Gym, Bash, Potomac River Running, South Block, Dry Bar, so you can go get a blowout as well, and so much more. One of the best parts of living and working in America's fittest city is the access to countless places to run, walk, and train, and also then you get to treat yourself to delicious treats at Ballston. Check them out. The brand new Ballston is open for business. Through COVID, they're taking all the precautions, so go to their website and see exactly what they have at bolstonva.org. That was my neighborhood. I lived there forever. I love Boston. I love it. I miss it. When I went back and had brunch at True Fruit Kitchen this fall outside, I was just like looking around. I'm like, okay, I miss a town a little. I miss being the oldest resident there. Everyone's 22 and they're like fit and young and ready to go drink. And I enjoy watching drunk people. Okay, let's start with some advice. What do you guys think about this woman who does not want her name published, but she does say, use this email. And I want to know what listeners, fellow listeners think. So I have a question. I've been with this guy on and off for five plus years, have had a complicated relationship. We haven't officially put any label on anything, but we're in the dating category. Yes, we've been having sex for over a year now, had plenty of third base relations for over five years. Now that Zoom meetings are in full swing, he makes sure that I have no presence on them on Sundays. Typically, I spend one night a weekend at his apartment through COVID. And on Sundays, he Zooms with his family religiously. The idea of his family knowing that I spent the night he wants no part in that. I'm 32 and he's 35. I really don't know how to take this. His parents and family know about me, but the intimate details, obviously we keep to ourselves. The idea though, that, that his 92 year old grandma knows about his girlfriend spending the night is just not what he wants to do. He says, I'm kind of hurt and offended. What are your thoughts? Okay. Mm, I have a lot of thoughts beginning with five years in, I don't think it should still be complicated. And we haven't officially put a label on it. I think you need to put a label on it, seriously. Because there are, I was just talking to my girlfriend, Michelle, who was dating a guy that we that we know who is a serial female time waster. There are professional guys out there that never, ever want to get married. They just want a girl around. And 
my fear for you is that is what he is doing. He seems like he wants all the benefits of you spending the night once a week, but then the actual investment of you getting to know his family after five years and not putting you on the Zoom call. And let me tell you, I love grandmothers, but at 92 years old, she knows what it's all about, okay? He's 30 fucking five. If 92-year-old grandma can't handle it, I mean, even if they're super religious, at 35, and I know it's difficult to stand up to parents. I know it's difficult to have boundaries with parents. But if this man loves you and wants a future, and by five years in, you damn well should know. And I know that what you're thinking is, I, I've put all this time in. I don't want to walk away. You do want to walk away if he's not going to love you the way that you want to be. Because you're only 32. You're a catch. There's so many other people out there. Yes, it sucks during COVID. But he should 100%, maybe it's not every single Sunday, but he should be putting you on the Zoom call, not shooing you out. And at this point, I, I don't know how you all feel, but you should be spending more than one night there. You guys are five years in. I think my, to me, this comes down to, I know you're probably having doubts. You love this man very much. You've put five years in, but I think you need to, and I just gave somebody this advice because somebody gave this to me when I was dating before I met Schman. I was dating the same guys over and over. Old men, older men, 15, 20 years, 18 years older than me, 10 plus years older than me. I would go out with them. I'd spend four hours only for them to tell me they were still living with their ex-wife with three kids. And I'd be like, why I don't, I don't want this. I had to write out what I did not want, what I do not want in a relationship, which I did not want somebody divorced with kids because I had been there with old man Ed. I did not want someone older than like five or six years than me and maybe like three or four years younger, maybe five years younger, five, five. I used to do the five, 10 rule, five years younger, 10 years older, but I think even 10 years is too much. Five, five. And I, I wanted somebody that wanted a life of adventure, wanted to do things. And the thing was, I always knew I wanted to be a career woman. I wanted a man who supported my career. And, you know, I was hammered when I attracted Schman, so I don't even know, I guess maybe have a few drinks and then see who you attract. But um, from when, uh, the irony is, Schman grew up with a mom. His mom is an attorney. And she, like, she, from the time she, he was little, started, went back to law school when she was 40 and created her career and then had a husband that's kind of really, I mean, they both worked, but he really supported her career. So Schman grew up with that model. You have to write down what you don't want and you have to be deliberate about it when those men, because you're going to kind of attract the same person. So there's my two cents. And again, you guys, my platform, you can always weigh in at the Sarah Fraser show on Instagram in the comments when I post about today's episode. Let her know what you think. Here's the other one that I found super, super interesting. Wanted to know what you guys felt about this because like I said, you know, I think the hardest part right now I'm very disheartened to read all the news stories essentially saying that working moms for the first time are leaving the workplace in droves in ways that they haven't in 20-something years. We've gone backwards because of childcare, of course. So this comes from actually a mom's group that I'm a part of, and I'll keep her anonymous, but I'm, I want to put this out there because I'm, I'm wondering how many of you are battling this. 
She writes, can I vent? I work from home with two kids, one toddler and one in virtual school. Well, my partner works out of the house. I've been asking for more help in the house because I can't do it alone. The first meal he makes in over a month is macaroni and cheese that is 75% Velveeta cheese when I hate Velveeta. I use it in tiny portions to make things creamier for his sake. I got to agree with you. Velveeta is only good for that. I'm pissed. It seems petty, but it's just so inconsiderate. It's like my choices are do, are do everything alone and be exhausted or get bullshit help and be miserable. So my recommendation was one of the ways that I trained Schman was we did food delivery or like, you know, those box meals from Blue Apron. We started like with Blue Apron. We used Purple Carrot because it's vegan. And that was the way, because Schman grew up never cooking. And what was interesting about this post is how many women are with guys or partners that never cooked. So their parents never taught them to cook. My little guy is learning to cook. So I, that was one of the ways that Schman got into cooking because now he does a lot of the cooking around the house. And actually, I, I can't, I, you know what, I am going to brag, because, not brag, but I'm going to say this because I want this for other women. But Schman, like when I read about how little support so many women have through COVID, my heart breaks because Schman like does so much. He does all the laundry. He does the dishes. And it's not necessarily to like alleviate for me. It's because it's actually relaxing for him and he's sort of a, a little anal retentive. Like he likes, he actually loads the dishwasher in a certain fashion. I don't give a fuck. Like I throw it all in there. Who cares, right? I mean, it's blasting away at whatever 90 degrees. It's fine. Notch man. He has like everything on the certain racks, blah, blah, blah. He enjoys, I think, the um, organization of it all. Okay. So I feel very lucky and I want other women to attract somebody that does 50-50 for them. Not in every aspect. Obviously, sometimes I carry the backpack. Sometimes he carries the backpack. Different things. Emotional things. Some things around the house. So... I, to me, one of the suggestions I made to this woman is maybe start the food box delivery and see if that can begin, he can begin to make some meals because the meals are so easy to put together. But, you know, the bigger conversation there is obviously, I don't know. What do you guys think? Then in the comments, it was fascinating because she said, and I sort of agree with him on this. She said that when it's his night to cook, so like two nights a week, she'll assign him to cook. He wants to do takeout and considers that, you know, he's paying for it. And she's like, well, it's coming out of our money. But I'm kind of like, okay, but if he's ordering and picking up, like, do you get, I'd give him some credit for that. I don't know. Maybe I like to. <laughs> First of all, maybe I see myself in him. And secondly, I like to de- uh, dine out. So I think carry out, if he's doing something and getting what you want, I think that is helpful. Do you? Anyway, weigh in. Okay. Love you guys all. Super excited about next week's show. I'm going to have some very fascinating guests on. I can't wait to share with you. In the meantime, tell somebody who has never heard about the Sarah Fraser show all about the podcast, share it and subscribe to my show on iTunes and Spotify. Start following. Love you all. Bye everybody.